Welcome to Road Trip Branson. I'm your host, Rebecca Schlau. This is episode 16, and today we're going to hear from Stephanie. Welcome back, Road Trippers. Thanks for being patient for our long hiatus over the holidays. On today's episode, my husband did his first interview with our friend Stephanie, who recently returned from a New Year's trip to Branson. If you haven't already, please subscribe and tune in to our podcast and feel free to give us an iTunes review. You can also email us at roadtripbranson at gmail. We'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love some feedback. Also, I want everyone to be super supportive of Jason as he does his first interview. So without any further ado, here is Jason and Stephanie. Hello, Stephanie. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So you just got back from Branson and your travel dates were November 27th to the 30th and you went again on the 29th through New Year's. Yes. So tell me about your Branson history and your first time actually going to Branson. Um, I think Colby, my oldest, who's nine and a half, she was probably about 18 months and we went for the first time. And it was around Christmas, I believe, and we went and looked at all the lights and did that and just stayed in a in a condo, and we had fun, and then we hadn't gone for a while, and then um, a couple years ago, we spent Thanksgiving. We like to travel, just my family, like intermediate family, go somewhere for Thanksgiving instead of celebrate it with everybody else. And so we decided to go to Branson a couple of years ago and the kids loved it. And, um, we actually went this past January for my son's birthday at a grand country Inn. we stayed, we did their, um, whole package and we went Martin Luther King weekend. And I think it was like $200 for all five of us for two or three nights. It was an amazing deal. Stephanie, tell me a little bit about Grand Country and the amenities there. We have the water park, the buffet, the shows, the arcade, and mini golf. When did you actually stay there at Grand Country? Uh, Martin Luther King weekend of 2019, so a year ago. How was your stay at Grand Country and what did you think about the rooms? I mean, there was was five of us staying in one room, Um, my three kids, and... I mean, it was just a normal hotel. I mean, it wasn't anything fancy, but I mean, I'm taking my three kids, so I'm not expecting a whole lot. And then um, we went, and it it actually snowed while we were there, but we didn't leave the res- It's not really a resort, but we didn't leave the parking lot, and we just went to the different places on the campus or facility or whatever and um so it was fun for the kids to be there while it was snowing um but the water park was fun we actually went there again on new year's eve um they're open 365 days a year and so you're there for the holidays you can go to the water park all day um but the water park is included uh a show that they have there um pizza buffet the arcade you get so many like tokens and then go-karts and uh mini golf were all included and i think that was two nights for like 195 bucks for all of us 
and wow that's a great deal yeah and then we added an extra night since it was the martin luther king weekend and we really needed that extra night and day to get all that stuff done it's part of the package so now is green country in a place you would actually recommend for our listeners i would recommend it i mean like we went to they had this animal show where it was different animals doing different acts that kids like even my youngest was wasn't even two yet he loved it um he loved the whole all of it um the water park and everything but right now their packages are heavily discounted because it's their off season um i think the packages just start going up from i think martin luther king right after christmas was their most discounted weekend and then they start going up each weekend until spring break. So it sounds like a great time to go. Yes, yeah, so right now it's a good time to go. When did you first visit Branson? Um, probably 2011. And your oldest was how old at the time? I think Colby was like 18 months or something like that. She was she was walking, and I feel like it was around Christmas or Thanksgiving time. And you have three children currently. What are their ages? I have a nine-year-old, a nine-year-old, seven-year-old, and a two-year-old. During your first visit, November 27th through the 30th, where was your stay? I stayed at the Radisson, and that that was fine. Um, their room service people are amazing. Um, my two-year-old didn't have milk and was throwing the hugest fit. And they called down there, and it was like, as soon as I got phone, they were there at the door with the milk. And very understanding of the situation um but everybody was so nice at that hotel um but the weather was awful it was 40 degrees and raining we had planned on going to silver dollar city to look at the lights but um we didn't um but what we ended up doing is going up to springfield and going to the aquarium uh all the kids loved it um it definitely is a two and a half to three hour thing to walk through the entire we just do the aquarium aquarium and not the other side that has the all the animals that you can look at we just did the aquarium part and it was a good two and a half three hours just to get through it so you arrived in branson wednesday the 27th of november when did you go to the aquarium i think we went friday so the night you arrived on the 27th what did you guys do that night i think well the the 20s, we went and saw Frozen 2, and um, so we did that as soon as we got there. We went and had dinner, and then we went and saw um, Frozen 2. Where'd you decide to eat after Frozen 2 on Wednesday night? It was a Mexican restaurant. Um, it was over by the movie theater, so it was kind of off. I'd never seen it before. It was different. It had big bright lights, and it was a big place. Um so we did that, and then we went to Frozen 2, and then Thursday, we our plans were to go to Paula Dean's restaurant for Thanksgiving um, dinner, but it was a two-hour wait in the rain, so we decided not to go to that, and we went to um, Fall Creek, the home of the toss rolls, not the throne rolls. Um, that that place is interesting, like the way it's decorated and 
um, but it's kind of a knockoff of Lambert's. Um, but it was good food. Uh, call, I think we had catfish and all different kinds of things, but it, it was really good. So when did you go to Paula Dean's? Well, we well, we went New Year's that that trip. It was actually only like a 20-minute wait. We walked in and we were like, what? But it was like 7.45, 7 7.30, So that might have been why. Uh, Kyle said the restaurant we went and ate at Thanksgiving, the Mexican restaurant, was tequilas. How was the food? What did you think about the food? It was good. My only complaint was that it was hot inside the restaurant. Because it was so cold outside, they had their heat blaring. It made you want to hurry up and eat so you could get out of there. The food was really good. How did you think about uh, Paula Deen? I really enjoyed Paula Deen. I do like the idea where they do text you when your table is ready, so you, it allows you to do other things in Branson Landing while waiting for your table. And we, we definitely took advantage of that. The arcades... And while in the arcades, we got the text that our table was ready and we were able to go back and be seated. I was Paula Deans. What did you think? My only thing with the whole concept of the restaurant is that you can't take anything home. I just feel like that's wasting so much food. Like, because we had, my mom was with us on this trip. So there was all five of us plus her. So there were six of us at our table. And on some of the sides, it didn't make it through the first round of people so we asked for more and only one person may have eaten out of that bowl so there was all that left over and there were several things like that we had a lot of food left over and that's not you know take it home really bothered us <laughs> i completely agree with you that's one of the negative things i think is just i uh, feel like it's so wasteful that you can't bring the leftovers home which did bother me a lot. But on the plus side, they do allow you to take home the desserts, which I really do like. Right. We did that. <laughs> what night did you go to uh, the Paula Deen restaurant? We went, I think it was, it had been the 30th We went of December. And what down home dishes did you guys decide to go with? Um, we did the fried chicken, chicken and dumplings. And the pot roast. Have you ever tried their meatloaf, spare ribs, or catfish? No, those were the only three that we did. My favorite are going to be the uh, spare ribs uh, and the meatloaf. The sauces are very similar. Uh, they use the same sweet and tangy uh, sauce on the meatloaf as they do on the spare ribs. Of course, uh, Rebecca uh, loves the pot roast. Not too big on the fried catfish just because I like the smaller pieces of catfish and they seem to have usually the bigger, thicker pieces of catfish. But everything uh, there was pretty good. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with Paula Deen's Family Kitchen, uh, she's got the family-style dinner, uh, which you have your choice to do either the Albany or the Savannah, uh, where you can actually, the Albany, you can choose two dishes and four sides, the Savannah for a dollar more, you can actually choose three down home dishes and four sides. The sides are going to be the same. The difference is going to be the the extra entree for a dollar more, which I would definitely recommend. Getting back to your trip in November, Friday the 29th, you went to the aquarium in Springfield, Missouri. How did that go? Well, we had we had a we had a late start. We kind of waited till 
I don't think we went left really till like two or three, just because kids and we we were out. I think we were at the pool late the night before, and so we just kind of slept in and ate there at the hotel and then went up there around three. I think we finally got there about three, and they closed at seven. So, how long was the drive? I think like forty-five minutes away. What did you think about the aquarium in Springfield, Missouri? Yes, it's probably one of the biggest ones that I've ever been to. It, like, it has like you walk through, and it's a self-guided tour, and you walk through, and it, you go through different like, like you go through all the ocean life, and you see all the different things that you would find in the ocean, um, like crabs and lobsters and jellyfish and all the different fish and sharks, and um, they have several sharks there. And then they have, like, um, wetlands, like swamps. So they had some alligators and flamingos and different kind of things that you would find when you, if you were going through a swamp. Um, they had natural, or like, lakes. So they had, you know, catfish and different kinds of fish that you would find in lakes and rivers. Um, and then at the very end, when you've walked through the whole thing, they have um, stingrays that are in a little shallow pool swimming around in a circle. And you can stick your hand in and touch them as they go by. That was probably my kid's favorite, like, best part. Um, that they can actually take, touch a stingray. By the sounds of it, it really sounds like the new aquarium at the Boardwalk that's opening up in 2020, which I'm highly excited about. And I'm very curious on the comparison between the two. Uh, the old Grand Palace right on the strip in Branson, Missouri. And if you look on their website at the aquarium at the boardwalk.com, you can see what is actually coming. They've got an aquarium interior submarine voyage, the jellyfish infinity room, the mermaid palace, as well as the amazing rays. And they do have a touch pool uh, with the stingrays there as well. And it looks like there's a coral reef. Uh, so if you want to look at that, uh, like I said, it's the aquarium at theboardwalk.com to see the latest news and updates. By looking at the website as well, the Jellyfish Infinity Room looks amazing. Do they have jellyfish there at the aquarium in Branson? They had tons of jellyfish, like all different colors, sizes, and then different places. They had like an aquarium that the kids could crawl through like a little tunnel and then come up through the middle of the, like the tank and the glass so they could see the, you know, like kind of like the inside part of the, the kids loved doing that on different, in different places. After the aquarium, what did you decide to do for dinner? We talked about going to Lambert's, but we decided we were pretty tired. And then, but then we did do, um, it wasn't the shepherd lights. I think it was like the joy of lights or it was that we drove through and did that on the way home. I remember like seeing signs everywhere. Like, you know where the Walgreens is? Like it was lights of joy Christmas drive through over by the Branson promised land zoo. It's at 700 express way lane. Yes. And Let There Be Lights drive through Christmas light display is at the Promised Land drive through Zoo. 
And then you have the well-known Shepherd of the Hills over on Highway 76. Yes, we've we've done that a couple of times. I think it's like $20 per car, and you just drive through at your own pace. And So after the Christmas light drive through did you go out to eat after that? Honestly, I can't remember. I don't think we ate out. I don't think. It may have been like drive through or something. So Saturday morning on the 30th, did you guys have any plans? No, we, we just got up and drove home that day. And then your December trip, you went back up on the 29th, which would have been a Sunday. Yes. Yes. Um. So we, we got there, and I think the Razorbacks may have been playing that Sunday night. And did you stay at the Grand Country Inn when you got there? No, we stayed at uh, Thousand Hills, those condos, this time. And how was your stay at a thousand hills? Stayed in a three bedroom condo and it was really nice. My mom had her own room and bathroom. The kids had their own room and bathroom and we did too. And how big was the condo? It was a, it was a three bedroom, three bath condo. How was the condos and the amenities there at Thousand Hills? Oh yeah. It was it was really nice. I mean it was still decorated for Christmas. They had a Christmas tree up in the in the room. I mean we had a we had a deck and everything. It was I mean, it felt like home. We went and grocery shopped and cooked dinner that Sunday night. And I want to say, like, that we watched the Razorback game when we got up there. And, Indi- like, they played Indiana that night. And does a Thousand Hills have an indoor pool? Yes. Yes, they do. We didn't visit it. Um, we we were busy doing everything else. And it was it wasn't it wasn't close to the building that we were staying at. So we didn't, we got towels for it. Like we were going to go. And then we just, cause we went, we went back to the water park. So that kind of met the kids needs of playing in the water. <laughs> so the water park is meaning grand country in, and when did you go? Yes. We, we did that uh, New Year's Eve. So did you ever go to Silver Dollar City while you were up there? No, we, uh, we talked to the kids and, we asked them which one they'd rather do, and they wanted to go back to the water park. So, yeah, so that's, that's what we did. Did you ever get a chance to go on the Polar Express while you were there? No, we, we haven't. Um, we, I, I don't know, like, we just haven't. We get have to plan so far ahead, and we're kind of last-minute people. So. As mentioned in earlier episodes, if you do decide you want to go on the Polar Express, you need to get your tickets early. We typically book about May or June, um, so we do plan quite a bit ahead if you want to get good seats, because they do go fast. So what did you end up doing that night? We went, uh, my mom had never been to the landing, so we walked the kids through Bass Pro and went, uh, walked the landing. And then we just happened to hit it just right at seven, like a little bit before seven o'clock. So we waited for the light show and um, that was pretty fun. I mean, the kids enjoyed watching that. And then we went and had dinner at Paula Dean's. Did you get to go shopping while you were there at the landing? No, we just, we just walked through. Did you get a chance to go to the Smith Creek distillery at the landing where you can try about 12 to 13 different flavors of moonshine? I saw that. And I, I saw that and I was like, that looks interesting. But we had my mom and, and the kids, so we, we just kept on going. 
Listen, it was so cold. It was it was low thirties when we were outside walking, and so we were we sat outside and watched the fountains, and then we were, we were headed to our destination, the Paula Deans, trying to get warm. <laughs> Discussing Paula Deans earlier in the show, we did miss the sides that you decided to go with when you were there. What did you decide on the sides? Yes, we did macaroni and cheese, corn casserole, the broccoli and cheese, which I definitely wouldn't do again. Um, I want to say it was something fried. Like, did they have okra? No, unfortunately, they don't have okra, but that would be a great. I just choice. remember not really caring for the broccoli because the onions that were in it weren't done. And so, yeah, so <laughs> I didn't, I didn't care for it. And the, oh, it was mashed potatoes. That's what we had. Which main courses were your favorite? I liked the pot roast and the chicken and dumplings. On the main dishes, did you go for the Albany, which is uh, two main courses, or did you go for the Savannah, which is the three, which is a really good deal? That that's all we did it. Since we had set, we had since there were six of us, we just decided call us like it's, let's just do the dollar more and get that done, and it includes all that plus everybody got a dessert, and but it's a family sit down. Everybody shares out of the same bowl, just like a family dinner, and. And that's why I give this restaurant a must try. You get that family style, unique feeling like you were at home with all the sides where everybody's passing the sides around, sharing food, and you can't beat all that with the touch of Paula Deen's cooking. And that's why I want to quickly go over the sides that Paula Deen has to offer at a restaurant and what our family had. They are. Green beans, creamed potatoes, collard greens, fresh candy yams, cream corn, coleslaw, poppy seed tossed salad, buttered white rice, corn casserole, baked mac and cheese, black eyed peas, and the broccoli casserole. The sides that we had, um, our family, that we really thought were really good and we do highly recommend are going to be the green beans, broccoli casserole, baked mac and cheese, the poppy seed tossed salad, the corn casserole, cream corn, and fresh candy ams. And the best part is going to be the dessert. And of course, you're going to want to take the dessert home. After all that food, you're going to be full. And the best dessert to take home is going to be the ooey gooey butter cake. And usually we do take home the desserts. Uh, we had the seasonal cobbler before. Wasn't a fan um, eating it later on, but the ooey gooey butter cake will be good later on that night and the next day. What did you think about the ooey gooey butter cake? It was good. Um, my, that's what my son wanted out of everything, so that's what we did. And um, I don't think there was anything left of that. So. so tell me about the last full day that you had in Branson, uh, which would have been the 31st on a Tuesday. Yes. So then, and then the 31st, we... Slept in and ate lunch at the condo, and then we went and did the water park all day until we'd had enough. And then um, we went and got, well, I think Colin and I ran in Walmart, and we got the little hats and glasses and stuff to celebrate New Year's. And then we went back to the condo, and we wanted to watch movies with the kids, and we were trying to think of some good late 80s, early 90s movies. We ended up watching Beetlejuice and Tremors with the kids. 
at the condo and and then the last movie ended 30 minutes before midnight so it was a good timing <laughs> so how was branson during new year's eve did you guys get to see anything did they have anything going on that night they had um fireworks on the lake but we couldn't see them from where we were just to give everybody insight of the happenings in New Year's Eve in Branson, Chateau of the Lake put on entertainment food. They had toasts with balloon drops and fireworks. The Keter Center had four-course meal paired with dancing, live music, and sparkling cider toast. The NYE party with the Little Texas and Pierce Arrow decades. They were at the Pierce Arrow Theater on New Year's Eve. Clay Cooper and the Hay Goods New Year's Eve celebration over at the Clay Cooper Theater. The Paddle Wheel, the Paddle Wheel presented a 2020 Rock on the Dock New Year's Eve party from 8 p.m. to 1 a.m. featuring dan DJs, dance floors, indoor-outdoor seatings, party favors, a photo booth, special food, and drink options. Legends in Concert uh, did a live tribute over at Dick Clark's American Bandstand Theater, Showboat Branson Bell, New Year's Eve Cruise. They did a three-course meal, exciting music dough, followed by live music and dancing. Silver Dollar City was open till 7 p.m. that night. They opened up at 11 a.m. that morning. Then on New Year's Day, they were open from noon to 8 p.m. Looks like the Hammoners put on their variety show, which is a magic show. Uh, where they had, uh, of course, you have the dinner um, featuring foods from Mexican Grill Villa, fun contests, excellent prizes with the family-friendly beverages. They also put on a phenomenal laser show countdown to midnight, so it looked like it was a bunch of fun there. New Year's Eve in Branson, and I would love to check it out one year. And January 1st, you checked out? Yes, we... Uh... Slept in. I think checkout was like, I think it was at 10. So we had to hurry up and get out of there and drove back home so we could come home and watch football for New Year's Day. So when did you plan this recent trip to Branson? I think we decided a week or two before Thanksgiving that we were going to go. And then we, um, after we got done with that trip, we started looking to find a place to go back to take the kids since it was it, it was nice the way the the days fell this year so we we had that monday off and then the new year's eve and new year's day so we had the, the time off and there'll be times that our family will take quick trips down to branson because we live about three to four hours away with no planning or anything like that how long does it take you to get to uh, branson we live in Maumelle, and so it, it was right at three hours, maybe a little bit more. And we, we norm, sometimes we stop in Marshall at the Daisy Queen on the way there. So that takes a little bit longer. And have you planned your next trip to Branson? <laughs> no, we have not thought that far ahead. <laughs> well, when you do go back, I look forward to hearing how your trip went. Yes, I, we, I'm sure there will be more trips to Branson in our future. Thank you, Stephanie, for coming on the show and telling us about your trip. All right. Thank you. All right. You too. All right. Bye. 
And before we go, I just wanted to go over a little news update. Looking forward to 2020 in Branson. Uh, big things are coming. Uh, Guy Freire's new restaurant is going to be opening up in Branson Landing. Uh, there's going to be nearly an 8,000 square foot kitchen bar. will showcase Freire's signature bold flavors, for which he is famous for on the Food Channel, of course, is where you know him from. Uh, the menu items will include trash can nachos, bacon mac and cheese, burger, bourbon brown sugar barbecue wings, and desserts like a pretzel and potato chip covered marbled cheesecake. In addition, Guy Ferrari's Branson Kitchen and Bar will feature full premium bar, of course. The restaurant is located in the landing, and it will also offer fantastic views of Lake Tamicomo. Coming March 2020... The Noah Show uh, in the True Sight and Sounds Theater uh, will make it one season only in Branson. The amazing production takes showgoers to journey the epic proportions as they join Noah and set sail on the enormous ark. Watch the story as it comes to life with complete live animals. Payne Valley Golf Course at Big Cedar Lodge, paying tribute to the Ozarks native and the World Golf Hall of Fame member Payne Stewart. Payne Valley will be the first public access golf course designed by 82-time PGA Tour winner Tiger Woods and Woods-led golf course design firm TGR Design. Highlights of the Payne Valley will include pristine water features, large fairways and greens, and a spectacular 19-hole at the Big Rock of Payne's Valley. This is an opening date is to be announced. Um, we don't have an exact date on that yet. And then, of course, what was mentioned earlier in the show, the aquarium at the boardwalk is actually opening up summer of 2020. And then Silver Dollar City is uh, opening up their Majestic River Falls, which will be really exciting. That's going to open up summer of 2020 as well. Thank you for tuning in to listen to Stephanie's trip report during New Year's Eve. Remember, you can follow us on Facebook. Leave us a message. We'd like to hear from you. You can also email us at roadtripbranson at gmail.com. We have an Instagram page at roadtripbranson. And also, uh, leave us an uh, iTunes review. Uh, when you leave us an iTunes review, it will help listeners find our podcast easier. If you're planning a trip to Branson and like to be on the show, please message us on Facebook. You can also email us at roadtripbranson at gmail.com. I'd love to have you on the show. Thank you for tuning in, and we will see you real soon.